want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
episode 135, season six. <laughs> if you're listening to this right as it comes out, we are probably on our way back from the Mass Destruction Fest in Atlanta, yes. Georgia. Unless our plane crashed, then we're not. And someone needs to take our cat. Yes, please. And not to a shelter. Yes. That'd be really weird if something happened and this was recorded. It would. It'd be be a good episode. <laughs> would we kick the episode off with? We started things off with uh, some fantastic BCT. Mm-hmm. The song Black Unicorn. Absolutely. And then we went into Alien Autopsy with the song Instrument of Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, definitely. So, so many great locals. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Yeah, we're blessed. We're blessed. And I'm amazed by, I, I say this all the time, but like the city we live in, or right, actually we live right next to the city kind of. Yeah. Um, it's not a huge city, but there's a really good metal scene here. Yeah. Or, or music scene in general. Yeah. And a lot of cool people. Definitely. So I have a feeling you have an on this day. I do. Well, tell me about it. I don't know how you got that feeling. It's just a guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in 1895, some dude by the name of Rontgen becomes the first person to observe x-rays. Hmm. Did he observe cancer too? Shush. What? Uh... The discovery occurred accidentally in his German lab where he was testing whether cathode rays could pass through glass when he noticed a glow coming from a nearby chemically coated screen. Hmm. And it's all history from there. Yeah. I remember, I don't remember the name, but I do remember reading about uh, like the invention of x-rays. When I was in school. Really? Yeah. For for electrical studies. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it says here, scientists were quick to realize the benefits of x-rays, but slower to comprehend the harmful effects of radiation. Yes. Um. Unfortunately, he died of cancer before he could announce his discovery. <laughs> 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 the next day. Um. Let's see. Do we have anything else here? I don't think we had any other um, on this day's. Oh, Doc Holliday died on this day in 1887. Oh, man. Poor guy. Was he x-rayed to death? Um. No. <laughs> or was he filled full of lead? Yeah, that's about it. No, nothing. Yeah, that's about it. Just just x-rays. Mm. I thought it was pretty cool, and I was surprised to hear that that shit happened in 1895. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Like, if I had to guess, I probably would have guessed... <laughs> this probably makes me sound stupid, but like 1940. Yeah. Not 1895. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's weird to think that 18 or 1940 and 1895 are way closer together than now in 1940. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it's, it's surprising. Like, um, a lot of inventions or discoveries 
how how old they really were. Yeah. That's very surprising. I don't know. All right. All right. That's fascinating. Yeah. So <laughs> let's let's wake up from your nap and play some tunes. First up, Dark Apathy from Buffalo with the song Sacrifice the Vile. And then after that, Marax from Sylvania with the song Blood, Sweat, and Tears.
So I don't think we talked about this. What's that? Uh, we just celebrated our 15-year wedding anniversary. Mm, well, not just. Well, it kind of feels like just. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just. Just. It was... Like a month and a half Mid-September. Ago. One upper. Yeah. Um, And you got me piano lessons mm-hmm. from a website that you found called mm-hmm. Lesson Face. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like Zoom lessons. Yeah. And they have all kinds of shit on there. Mm-hmm. Like guitar, bass, like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Violin, anything you can think of. Yeah. So they also have a piano. And I was really nervous, but I had my first piano lesson. Yep. You did. Um, and I am going to follow through and continue on with piano lessons because I have a goal for March. However, mm. I don't know that I loved the Zoom setup. Right. Because yeah. I had like my the iPad set up on the piano so she was looking at my face Mm -hmm. and part of the reason why i wanted lessons is because i feel like i'm developing my own bad habits and i have nobody yeah to smack my hand right um but when you're on zoom and she can only see my face that doesn't really work right i'm surprised that she didn't ask like to see any how you're positioned or anything like that yeah uh, no, there was none of that. <clears throat> she didn't mention... I know we talked a little about this, but she didn't mention any anything like that for the future, like uh, like recommend uh, a holder for... Nothing. The device so that you could position it to see your hands. No, Nothing. so my my idea going into the first lesson i only booked a half hour because number one i wanted to make sure like we vibed Mm -hmm. um and just kind of tell her how i'm learning what i'm learning what i like learning what do i want to improve on what i need help with and she kind of didn't want to hear any of it she was like all right we're just gonna play a song and it was like a way simple song Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just kind of weird yeah It was just, like, she didn't take the time to sit and, like, figure out where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Like, she assumed I was a beginner, but then she also assumed that I could read sheet music. (laughs) That that doesn't really go hand in hand. No. I thought you told her you could. Um, No, she made the assumption. Really? And then I was like, well... I kind of do. And then she's like, oh, 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 do you know these notes? Hmm. But because the song she picked for me to start learning was so simple, mm-hmm. I just happened to learn, no, yeah. I could read them. Yeah. But. Um. So here's my thing about lessons. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at being vulnerable in front of people. Right. And I feel like me learning piano in front of somebody is very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Like even when you walk in the room, Mm -hmm. I tend to constantly fuck up a song that I could nail 100 times in a row. Mm -hmm. And I like start to get into my head. Yeah. Yep. And I really struggle with it. So going into the lesson, I I didn't have a bad attitude. It was just very intimidating for me. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I feel like I could really benefit from it. And I feel like that is what I need to push me to the next level. Well, good. So, so at least you got that out of it, right? Um, yeah. And I was like, at one point I was like, holy shit, I can read sheet. I taught myself how to read sheet music. How cool is that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's very cool. I mean, I didn't teach myself. I use an app that kind of, you know, help. That's that's teaching yourself. Yeah, I guess. Like no one taught you. You did it yourself with resources you found. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm going to stick with the lessons and try to find somebody local. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's kind of what I need. It's a good plan. So your gift sucked. And they're going to come here? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. Would you rather they came here? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You've uh, put it out there. Yeah. And you're going to have to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, I know. (laughs) All right. Well, good. Good for you. Thanks. Yeah. And thanks for that gift. Yeah. You're welcome. It was thoughtful. Can I have it? Yes, you can. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um. So what do you want to hear about? I want you to pick a door. Okay. We have three doors. Mm. And you can pick one, two, or three. Two. Two? Mm-hmm. All right. Behind door number two. Do you really only have one thing to talk about? No. There's, there's a few <laughs> things. <laughs> I have the 10 strangest judicial punishments in history. Ooh, I'm going to like these, I think, huh? Yeah. All right. And uh, some of them are mm, kind of detailed, but I think I might just read the titles and then you can tell me which one you'd like to hear about or maybe you wouldn't like to hear about any of them. Okay. Number 10, a drunkard's cloak. Oh, that's enticing, but we're only at number 10, so. (laughs) Number nine, a shame mask. Mm. Number. Why don't I read them all and then you can tell me? Okay. All right. All right. Uh, number eight. Trees. That's uh, uh. Number seven. Ancient Egyptian nose cutting. Oh man. Number six. Cooked in a metal bowl. <laughs> bowl. Uh. Number five. Nudity. Number four, Blood Eagle. Mm. Number three, Tattoos. Um, This one is kind of self-explanatory. Number two is Crushed by Rocks. Okay. Uh, Number one, Pig Execution. Oh, I don't like that. No? I would like nine or seven, please. Nine or seven? Yeah. You can pick more than one. All right, well, let's start with nine. Nine? Nine is the shame mask? Yeah. Um, it says the masks were made of of uh, cold metal and would feature animalistic or just simply odd designs. Uh, many, many of these pieces of headwear are now displayed in museums. Um, wearing the odd-looking mask was designed to make the wearer look ridiculous. Uh, it is. It was a fairly lighthearted punishment um, for light, equally light crimes. Kind of stupid. Yeah, we do that every day. Yeah. For fun. We do. <laughs> it's because we're idiots. Yeah. 
All right, what was the number seven? Seven was the uh, Egyptian nose cutting. Yep, yep. Um, a person's face is what jumps out at us most when meeting someone, the most expressive and unique area of the body. So it's not that surprising that it would be a target of creative punishment. The ancient Egyptians certainly thought it made sense, at least when they devised their punishment for <laughs> nose amputation. Jeez. The odd and cruel act would leave the victim alive but impair their quality of living and was seen as greatly damaging to their personality and self-expression. So, uh, yeah, they'd take their nose off. I don't know. It doesn't really say what the, the crime was that would, you know, lead to a nose removal. What'd they do with all those noses? I don't know. They, had, they probably had a nose pile. Really? <laughs> yeah. What else do you want? I want to hear about Blood Eagle. What do you think about this one? Okay. Uh, Blood Eagle, a method of punishment so graphic and odd that historians argue it may not have even been real. The Blood Eagle is an ancient Viking punishment that receives just as many interests uh, as controversy. Um, to put it in plain, yet still unfortunately... To put it in a plain, yet still unfortunately horrific way, the method involved keeping the victim alive while their back was sliced open, their ribs broken, and their organs arranged in such a way that they resembled the bloody, bony wings sprouting out of a person's back. No! Jesus, what? That's brutal. <gasps> I can't even think that that's real. Yeah, I don't know how someone would live through that. Good job. Yeah. Way to put a damper on things. Had to read about blood eagles. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's a few here that are interesting. What were the trees? The tree. Oh, the trees. W without reading it, was they would. Uh, it was for uh, thievery. They would take like fairly large trees, but enough where they could bend them inwards towards each other. Yeah. And they'd tie. Um, they tie the trees with ropes so that they're arced, arched, okay. not arced, but arched towards each other. And then they would tie someone's arms to each tree, but in the middle of the trees. Oh, so it was like suspending them and pulling well, them with tension? No. So oh. th they would tie them tight like that with their arms stretched out. And then they would cut the ropes that were holding the trees and it would rip their arms off. Or one of their arms. Ugh. I don't like it. It'd rip one arm and then fling them the other <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, it sounds awful. <laughs> punishment. I saw, you know, I saw, um, I think it was, it was a Middle Eastern thing. Um, I saw it online years ago where they took, and it was fucking horrific. I guess it was, I don't know if, I think he was like, I, I forgot what his crime was, but they took this giant like metal pole with a sharpened end. It was like 10 feet tall. And they put it in this guy's ass. And they fucking propped him up, hoisted him up on it straight. You know what I mean? The pole was like straight up and down. And like his weight, it forced it down it, like through his intestines and it came out his shoulder. 
and like killed him. That's not okay. And it was horrifying. I saw so Why many stuff horrifying things in the early days of the internet. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's, that is up there with, uh, that's probably worse than a blood eagle, I think. Yeah, it's about similar. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to put on your dancing shoes? I am. All right. They're already on. All right. Let's Erp. go. Erp. <laughs> First up, Astyonics from Texas with the song Extreme Antinatalist Design. Nice. And then coming to us from our friend Peter from the darkest depths of Siberia with Stench Price. We're going to hear the song Pressure. And this is featuring Karina Utomo of High Tension. Oh, <laughs> 
Hey, 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 hello Grim Dystopian, hello everyone, greetings from the far Siberian deeps, here is Peter of Isgerur Morph. another top 10 list for you okay are you excited yeah another one this is uh 10 strange and weird phobias that you've probably never heard of okay i'm gonna read them to you and you can tell me what they are all right i'm not gonna be good at this but number 10 plutophobia say it again plutophobia uh fear of planets Mm, the solar system it's a good guess it's the fear of money (laughs) <laughs> it was an awful guess. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay. Um, globophobia. Um, I don't know. It's not going to be what it sounds no, like. Uh, you want me to tell you? Yeah. Uh, it's the fear of balloons. Okay. I was going to say shopping carts. <laughs> shopping carts. Why can't it just be balloonophobia? <laughs> you know, like what it, yeah. Number eight, lin, linanon, linanophobia. Linana? Linanophobia. Linana. Um, I don't know, the fear of linen. Yeah, pretty much. It's the fear a person with linanophobia will have an extreme reaction when even thinking about string. Let alone seeing it in person. I got one. Very good. Kinda. 
Um, Pogan Poganophobia. Poganophobia. <laughs> Pogan Poganophobia. Uh, a fear of pogo sticks. Uh, that's what I thought originally, but it is the fear of beards. Poganophobia. Okay. Um, number six is... I'm probably going to say this wrong. Like, I've said all of them wrong. <laughs> um, Shiatophobia. Say it again. Shiatophobia. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You thought I pronounced the song titles bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Shiatophobia. Um, I don't know. The fear of knives. That's the fear of hair. <clears throat> oh, did you say shed in there? No, it's C-H-A-E-T-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. Oh, you can't say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, number five, vestophobia. Uh, fear of vehicles. Vestophobia. Oh, I thought you said Vesta. Vest-E. Vest-E. B-E-S-T-I. So is it a fear of vests? Uh, sort of. Uh, it's the fear of clothes. Okay. The vest seems very uh, particular, but... Yeah. Um, this... I don't even understand this one. Um, optophobia. You can probably guess what that is. Well, you can guess what it relates to. So Op it's seeing something, right? It, yeah. I don't know. It's the fear of opening one's eyes. How? What? <laughs> huh. Okay. <laughs> um... You can probably guess the next one. Number three is arithmophobia. The fear of math. Very close. Uh, numbers. Yep. Oh. Very good. Ding, ding. Good guess. <laughs> Thanks. Or did you know that one? No. Didn't have an idea. Um, agmanophobia. Say it again. Agmanophobia. I have no idea. All right. This odd fear is... If you go somewhere in public and there's lines, it's the fear of picking the wrong line. Like, what's going to get you there faster? Oh, I have that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, you do. You have a smidge of it. Yeah. Yeah. I hate, um, I hate lines. Well, no, I don't think you hate lines. I think you don't like people very much. <laughs> well. And people construct a line. Yeah. I don't, you know what I don't like is, uh, there's been a few festivals that we've had to wait in really long lines to get in. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah, I don't either. It sucks. <clears throat> Sometimes it can't be helped, but uh, I feel like often it is uh, poor organization. 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's hard. Everyone, like, it's there at the same time. and Yeah, but how many times have we been waiting in line forever? And we missed the first band. Or, yeah, we missed the first band. And then, like, someone will come out and be like, oh, yeah, form another line here if you already have tickets. I know. <laughs> oh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> All right, you have another one? Uh, yes, and I, I don't know how to say this. Uh, Paris give it. Deca triophobia. Paris Gavida. Paris Gavideca triophobia. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's the fear of Friday the 13th. Kind of interesting. Yeah. I feel like I'm saying that horribly wrong. I'm sure I am. Well, I don't know what gives it away. I don't know how to say it, like, fluidly. I, I feel like, uh,. I'm falling all over myself when I try to say it. Yep. Luckily, I don't have a fear of that day, so I don't have to use that word. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got to get out of here. We got to go meet uh, Grandma in Atlanta. We do. I'm I'm really excited about this fest. Yes. Even though when you're hearing this, we're already back. Yes. First up, Bedsore from Italy with the song Death Gazer. And after that, Serpent Lord from Greece with the song Curse Roots. And this is off of their new release, Apocrypha. What label, you ask? From the vaults. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And I don't care how nice the hand soap smells, you should never walk out of the restroom sniffing your finger.
Thank you.